Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Tay. <laughs> and my name is Moth. I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing right now. Um, I, um, which is very dramatic, and took a big inhale because I thought I was going to have, like, a really big burp, and then the tiniest burp came really out of my funny. mouth. But it was like, we were about to start recording, and I was like, wait, <laughs> hold the presses, stop everything, and then I literally just went, it was like the biggest lead up for the tiniest payoff and it was so funny and I just I didn't really I have okay I have a lot of sleep issues and last night was one of those nights and I so everything is funny right now yeah uh so we're we're giggling so it's a good way to start it is especially because because I'm traumatized today today um I'm about to die uh (laughs) maybe I don't know but maybe it won't even be that scary well okay Maybe. The last scary movie I literally trauma blocked yeah. from my memory. Um I found out uh in our Kofi episode, go follow our Kofi, go subscribe if you want to hear mm-hmm. that uh anecdote. Um I found out in during our Kofi episode that um the Haunting in Connecticut episode I accidentally labeled Grave <laughs> Encounters and then I was talking about Haunting in Connecticut as if it was Grave Encounters. I like yeah. got the whole movie switched and I'm pretty sure it's just because I like trauma blocked the entire grave encounters memory yeah. from my brain and just replaced it with a better one which is haunting yeah. in um so maybe that's it what might happen it now. might because if i if i traumatize you with this one i'll be sure to find one that i know for a fact that you'll love uh soon so then you can just like replace yes. it in your memory and it'll be good yeah and it's fine it's yeah okay <laughs> it's it's fine but so the reason that I chose one that's like a little spookier this time is because like you guys might have noticed the last like five movies that we've watched have not been like very scary, quite frankly. And in my opinion, yeah. it's Moth's version it, of apologizing It kind of is. Um, and in my opinion, it's really hard to find a horror movie that's like mid-tier scary. They're either like not very scary yeah. or it's going to fuck you up a little bit, you know? So yeah. it's time. So, I guess I'm ready to It'll be, be fucked fine. up. Um, <laughs> we'll just we'll just stay on after we're done recording and talk about bugs some more. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've all decided that in the next life mm-hmm. we're gonna be bugs. Um, let us know what bug yeah. you're gonna be. Um, I've already chosen a ladybug, and obviously moth is, is in fact gonna be a moth. Yes. Um, how funny would that be if you were like, I don't actually want to be a moth. I'm gonna be like gonna be a, a grasshopper. Little, oh, I was gonna moth. say a little caterpillar, but those just turn into moths. <laughs> It all comes back to Lepidoptera. <laughs> it all comes... <laughs> One way or another, you One way will or another. be um, So yeah, in your next life, let us know yeah. what bugs you're going to be. Send us an email. Um, Here's our podcast at and... gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about bugs. Um, all right. Anyway, what? how, how are you traumatizing How am I today? traumatizing you watching? today? Today, I'm going to be showing you another found footage slash supernatural horror film. Uh, the filmmakers like to refer to this one as more of like a docu-style or a mockumentary rather than found footage because it's not like a bunch of people okay. went missing and we recovered these tapes. It's just like they filmed this. We're going to watch As Above, So Below. Ooh, I've yeah. heard the name of that one, but I've never, like, I don't know the anything about it. The scariest part is that um, it takes place in France. <laughs> okay, I am afraid of the French. Um, sorry to be uh, One Piece talking on Maine. Um, there is a character in One Piece who is oh French. Um, it always comes back. And he is, he's like, he's a good guy, but he is scary specifically That's because hilarious. he's French. Um, there's... <laughs> there's this art that i have i'll have to send it to you it's fan art um but people ship this character with one of the uh. other characters um and the 
the character that is shipped with him, um, his name is Zoro, and he's like a big buff scary nice. dude. Um, and uh, there's a there's a picture of him pinning Sanji down. Sanji's the <laughs> French guy, and it says. The caption is, it takes a beast to tame a French. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. funny. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, I am afraid of the French, even though I am part French. Uh, so it's fine. <laughs> so terribly sorry. That's going to be the, the traumatizing part of this. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this movie was recommended to us. Was it a recommendation? I don't think so. From one of our, like, friends or something? I don't know. I feel like someone has talked to me about watching this movie before. But anyway. I think I've brought it up at some point. uh, Possibly? I I don't know. Who knows? Well, it's, I am, I don't want to say I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but it's fine. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, the ratings for this movie are kind of, like, all over the fucking place, if I'm being honest. Nobody can decide how the hell they want to feel about this movie, and it's really bizarre. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) The IMDb rating is 6.2 out of 10 with 99,000 ratings. And the Rotten Tomatoes raising... Raising? Mm -hmm. It's fine. The Rotten Tomatoes rating is 28% with an audience score of 40%. Okay. So it's like either like eh to like eh to like... Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's really all over the place. But I personally really like this movie and I always have but it's it's one of those situations where a lot of critics seemed to think that it had a lot of potential that it didn't quite live up to okay at, at some points the acting is a little bit cheesy but that just happens with this genre specifically okay. with like mockumentary type movies because like mm. I feel like a lot of times when actors are trying too hard to seem like they're not acting mm-hmm. it it goes the complete other direction from yeah, what they exactly. wanted to. It ends up yeah. not working in their favor. It gets a so. little corny. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Definitely so. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a pretty low-budget film. It had a budget of only $5 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. The theatrical release was August 29th of 2014, and it did pretty decent in the box office. It was the third highest grossing film during opening weekend, earning $8.3 million. Oh, wow. That's good. Earned yeah. all their money back opening weekend. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. And then the box office earnings overall were $41.9 million. Almost exactly half of that was domestic in North America. So it did nice, pretty damn well in the theaters. <laughs> was the other half all in France? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> no, it's I don't French. know. Just international. The French, you know. <laughs> and it also went to Blu-ray and DVD on December 2nd of 2014, in case cool you were wondering. <laughs> It was directed by John Eric Dowdle. He is mostly known for his work in horror, and a couple of his other films include The Poughkeepsie Tapes, which I've been meaning to watch, and Quarantine, which also has the actress who plays Deb in Dexter, and I fucking love her, so I have to watch okay. that immediately. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I don't. I haven't really seen Dexter. My One of my roommates back in college was really into Dexter, so I'm mm-hmm. like secondhand scene Dexter but I know yeah. who that is she's the yeah. sister right yep okay cool. she yeah. is I love her and I also love Dexter if you haven't watched Dexter you should you should watch Dexter I don't know it was if... actually pretty good yeah it is pretty good there are it is it can be a little a little uh, gory at times yeah because it's about I just close my eyes during the scenes so yeah yeah it's fine <laughs> it was but good yeah good show mm-hmm. the writers were John Eric Dowdle the director he also co-wrote it with his brother Drew Dowdle Mm -hmm. 
Also, so, sorry, pause. I love that last name. Dowdle. Dowdle. It's like so fun yeah. to say. I think it's pronounced Dowdle. It might be Dodle, but I think it's well, Dowdle. It's D-O-W-D-L-E. I'm going with it. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's good. <laughs> it sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so John Eric Dowdle, he does a little bit of everything in terms of like writing, producing, and directing. And then mm-hmm. Drew seems to focus more on writing and producing, not so much on directing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all of the projects that Drew have worked on have been in collaboration with John, but there are a couple of projects that John has worked on without Drew, if that makes wow. sense. Wow. Cheating. Okay. I know. Like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Just fucking going off the rails, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, a, they're a really good duo, apparently. I haven't seen more than As Above So Below, but I've heard good things about their other movies. I just mm-hmm. suck at all right. watching well, movies. they might be on the docket one day we'll see oh yeah oh yeah we shall see when but like eventually yes so the cast for the movie is perdita weeks as scarlet ben feldman as george edwin hodge as benji francois mm-hmm. civil as papillon marion lambert as Susie, spelled s-o-u-x-i-e kind of and ali mariar as zed Ooh, so. also a cool name they got right? some fun names on Lots this of one. cool names. Scarlet, George, Benji, Papillon, Susie, and Zed. Yeah, Lots George of... is kind of... No offense George. George is kind of blue, but like whatever. <laughs> He's pretty. It makes up for it. But <laughs> they all are. This cast is beautiful. Hell yeah. I love yeah. pretty people. Me too. They're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it got a handful of awards nominations. The only win being for Best International Poster at the Golden Trailer Awards. So Okay. No real award wins other than that, but like it has a cool poster. I don't know if you've seen the poster. I ha- um, I maybe I'm gonna you keep talking, but I'm gonna Google it really quick. <laughs> it's it's like all red and black, and it's got I think it's upside down Eiffel Tower and like just the Paris skyline. I think, but Ooh. it's really fucking cool, and I love it. But yeah, so it takes place in Paris, France, as you would guess by the Eiffel Tower and the fact that I mentioned that it's in. France. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what is it about? I'll tell you. <laughs> so, Scarlet is... So, they're all kind of, like, main characters, but it's, like, mostly about Scarlet, right? Okay. So, she's an academic. I think she's a professor. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. We'll probably find out. Anyway, she's in search of the Philosopher's Stone, picking up where her father's research left off, which leads right. her to Paris. So. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Flamel's Philosopher's Stone, you know? Yes. He was a real dude who may or may not still be alive today because the Philosopher's Stone, the whole thing is like eternal life and all that. The, you know, yes, legend, exactly. conspiracy theories. You get it. Anyway. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, cool dude. Anyway, so they're in Paris. She and a few others explore the catacombs beneath Paris in search of the stone and they become trapped. And pretty quickly, the group finds themselves basically being hunted down by their own personal versions of hell and then trying to figure out how the fuck to get out. So Okay, so it's giving yeah. kind of like revealer. It's kind of giving actually it's just giving a lot of revealer. Uh <laughs> I could see that, but like it it is very different at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I just like, you know, the own like personal like thinking like the judgment cell. Yeah. And also like catacombs. Like it's giving yeah. that vibe. Yeah. Um but maybe I just think that everyone should stream revealer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, think that, but, like, found footage and way more chaotic. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. I I mean, I'm scared, but I'm also excited. I love a catacomb moment. Yeah, Um, a good catacomb moment. It's great. Would I ever go into a catacomb? 
maybe not, but I do love looking at pictures of catacombs because yeah. they're pretty fucking cool. That's fair. Uh, have you also seen the thing? I don't know if it's the Paris catacombs or if it's like another place, but there's like a group of homeless individuals who like live down there and they've like made a whole like setup thing and like the cops are trying to find seen them. That. And they've like left notes that's like, stop trying to find us. Like, we're gonna, uh, like stay here forever i'll have to see if i, I can find not. it i don't know if it was like an actual thing or if it was just like something on reddit that people made up i have no idea yeah you know um, hard to say hard to say but i'll see if i can yeah. do some research on that and i'll send mm-hmm. it to you if if it is a real thing if Sounds not good i, I will say, say this <laughs> yeah i didn't say this <laughs> i will say if it is the paris catacombs i'll find out real soon and then so will all of you if you want to subscribe to our Kofi because next week we're gonna do a complimentary bonus episode for this movie all about the paris catacombs i just oh, haven't yeah. gotten the chance to research it yet but that's what we're gonna yes. do <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great so, oh, I'm yeah. super excited about that. I didn't know that yeah. we were doing that. This is this is the news to me. So yeah, yeah, if I can find that out, maybe we'll have to talk about it for a little bit. Hell yeah. Episode. Yeah. That'll be fun. Be pretty oh cool. Oh yeah. yeah. So before we jump into the movie, trigger warnings. There's actually not a ton. Which okay. is cool. There's only a few. Mm-hmm. There's quite a bit of gore. I okay. will warn you. It's mm-hmm. including like <laughs> broken bones and uh, just like a really i don't (laughs) someone's face gets real fucked up at some point and it's okay yeah it's a little tough to watch but Mm -hmm. yeah there's also lots of claustrophobia because they're in the catacombs you know yep and then mentions of suicide you do see hanging bodies at a couple of points in the film you don't i don't believe you watch anyone complete that act but you do see the hanging yeah. afterwards. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's lots of shaky cam and flashing lights because, okay. again, found footage style movie. It's going to have yes. that. So just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Um, not a ton, but the ones that it does have are uh, hefty. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Sounds good. That's what we're hefty, getting into. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you get it. But yeah, do, um, and then we'll talk more about like the catacombs a little bit after we watch the movie and then some other really fun stuff. But that's that's all I had for, for intro this time. So okay. I'm excited and also nervous because I don't want you to hate me. <laughs> um, I think it'll be okay. I don't know. Do you think it's better or worse than Grave Encounters? Well, you didn't think Grave Encounters was scary and you're like, yeah. this one's definitely scary. Um, yeah so i feel like it's gonna be worse well so so the problem the thing is with grave encounters is that like i was just talking to my partner about this actually like horror and like what people find scary is definitely very very subjective so if you Mm -hmm. like if ghosts really get you grave encounters is really gonna get you but Mm -hmm. this one it has a lot of supernatural elements but it's not inherently ghosty if that makes sense so it's it's different types of like, it is ghosts, but it's not carried out the same way at all. And okay. it feels no, I... more just like, I don't know. It's Environmental, different. maybe. Yeah. Like, where yes. it's like, it's because of the location that they're in that yes. makes it scarier than necessarily the supernatural element. Mm-hmm. Environmental yeah. horror. Ooh. <laughs> That's a fun little subgenre that we should delve into more, but I'll, I'll get on that. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, do you think you can handle it? Um, I guess we're going to find out. I don't want to give you a solid answer on that. Um, I believe in you. I think you can do it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Either that or 
this may be the la- I, I say that every time <laughs> there's a scary movie. I'm like, this may be the last episode. No, we well, it's not done. going to be. No. <laughs> it's not we going to be. We got plans. We got shit to do. Yep. I got to hold out for my birthday episode because it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> Facts. I'm excited Spoilers. for that. Sorry, guys. Um, all right. Let's, all right. let's do it. So without further ado, let's watch As Above, So Below. Woohoo! Okay. Trigger warning for French people. <laughs> <laughs> On Han Baguette. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry for anyone in France listening. This is a joke. We don't actually hate French people. <laughs> no comment on that. Um, <laughs> anyway, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. It's giving um, National Treasure vibes. Right, yeah. I love this shit. Mm-hmm. This is like if National Treasure was a horror movie. Right? She's spooky. I like her. I wonder how much she's paying Benji to film all this shit. Oh my god, right? Not oh, enough. No, definitely not. She left him in Turkey? She left him in the Turkish jail. Anyone got eyes on the dead body? Okay, he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, how did he get there? When yep. did he get there? Yep. He's also completely dry. I'm waiting for it to get scary. Is it supposed to already have been scary? It mostly happens in the end where it all, okay. yeah, comes at once. We're getting okay. there, right about okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, great. Yeah. Thanks. It's a slow burn, but then it hits y'all at once. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm yeah. I'm hiding. That's fair. I have one eyeball out. One half of an eyeball. Okay. Ah. Oh shit! Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh god! Yep. Jesus yep. fucking Christ! It's yep. No. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Something's gonna happen again. It's so annoying. <laughs> God, don't you hate it when horror movies are scary? <laughs> Can we go back to the National Treasure shit? Right. I feel like she's possessed now. It sure seems that way, but I think she's just insufferable. Bro, where's Nick Cage? Honestly, Nicholas would have never let this happen. Chilling. Is he though? I don't know. Isn't it your job to know? <laughs> Maybe a little. He is no longer just chilling. He is no longer. <laughs> I'm so scared and confused. I hate it here. I'm sorry. 
All right. That We're back, kids. wasn't, I, I feel like that wasn't as bad as Grave Encounters. Yeah, personally. that's fair. But this I is one of the... feel like, I feel like it just didn't get as scary as quick. That's, yeah, true. Like, I feel like this movie, if it started with the scares a lot earlier, it would be a lot scarier. It's just yeah. that, like, it, it packs all of the anxiety into one half hour chunk, essentially. And yeah. so, like... I didn't know how stressful that was going to be. So I was like, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that it is known that when it gets spooky, it gets fucked up. <laughs> so. Yeah, it gets, it got like really fucked up really quick. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like like Grave Encounters, it was scary kind of like the whole time. Right, yeah. Whereas this one, it was like, okay, I'm kind of just waiting for the scary stuff to happen. And then it was really scary, mm-hmm. but it like wasn't, like wasn't on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so what but also, you... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like if I didn't have you to watch it with me, it would lull me into a false sense of security where I'd be like, okay, well, it's not really going to be that scary. Yeah. But since I have you here to be like, it's about to start being spooky, like, right now. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm prepared for it. Um, True. Which is the reason that I'm watching it with you. It's so I don't fucking piss myself whenever <laughs> I watch these movies and I can prepare myself. So Exactly. Um, yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, this is one of those movies that like, if you're watching it by yourself in the dark, like it it stresses you out more by far yeah definitely yeah uh luckily it was light for like a mo- of course it got dark like right whenever this <laughs> the scary stuff started it really but it's did. fine um and now i look like a ghoul because i'm do. filming myself in the darkness i moved our light whenever i was dying my hair so i don't have a a light to turn on that's okay right now that's okay <laughs> um, but yeah it'll be fine yeah. uh anyway so what would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten spooks spooky level what did I give Grave, Grave Encounters? I don't like know. A like a nine, probably. Um, Somewhere in there. So I want to give it like an eight. Like an eight? Dang. Like the beginning of it was like National Treasure vibes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we kept talking about that, but uh, so it's actually the writer and directors, uh, writers slash whatever, you get it. Um, <laughs> they uh, wanted to do like if Indiana Jones was a woman basically okay that was okay yeah, kind of what their goal was and they had had that idea before they even knew that they were gonna do like this movie they were like yeah i want to do some movie with the main character being basically indiana jones as a woman so like it definitely comes across that way it's like a yeah. very indiana jones national treasure type of movie for sure I'm into it. I love uh, that National kind of Treasure movie. was one of my hyperfixation movies as a kid. That makes and so it was much always sense. my favorite. <laughs> it was always my favorite in like elementary and middle school. You know, whenever you have like those days where you're just like watching a movie yes. during the day, and they would play National Treasure because they always fucking played they National did. Treasure. I don't know if it's just because like it's supposed to be like an educational kids movie. I'm using educational <laughs> yeah, air, in quotes. air quotes because it's really not. Um, but I think it's just because they were like, ah, there's like some. Sp- like history. sprinkles of u.s history yeah. in here let's put on national treasure and everyone always complained because they're like national treasure is a crappy movie and i'm like no it's, it's a the cinematic best masterpiece okay? it really is yeah. um so yeah i liked that it had national treasure vibes um and the main character was like fine at the end i guess she was annoying like the entire way through but then she was like i'm gonna do it by myself and then she was like punching stone monsters. <laughs> that was people, so that was funny cool. to me that's yeah i <laughs> <laughs> just the fact that she was able to just clock this thing in the face not once but twice like, and like yes oh my god it's so funny like why couldn't you have done that whenever it was going for george's neck you know right 
She just stopped giving a fuck, I feel like. She did. She's like, she's, no. she's like, I gotta speed run these catacombs real quick. But what would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, like, in general, though? Like, what do you think? Um, I don't know. It Other than, like, the whole National Treasure vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the characters weren't very likable. That's so true. <laughs> in general. Um, I think more likable than the Grave Encounters characters. Yeah. But, like... Just in general, not that likable. They were, most of them were French, so, like, that <laughs> docks some points. Uh, but I, I, I would give it, like, a, like, a seven, I guess. That's reasonable. Yeah. Um. I, I would go yeah. right around there, too. I, I really like this movie, but it's, it's also, like, I can also see where critics are coming from, where they're, like, it had so much potential that it, it just, it almost yeah. reached, but it wasn't quite, I, I. I want more yeah. from it, you know? I feel like I wanted more lore. Yeah. Like, I feel like all of it... Like, why couldn't there have been more clues within the catacombs? Like, yeah. Like, I just feel like they were just, like, walking around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they should have done more with that girl. Yeah. Who was, like, at the party, and then also, like, singing. Like, I feel like they, like, built her up, and then she was, like, in the little singing choir, and I was waiting for them to come back, yeah. and they never fucking did. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, she's... No, I so she was in the, the background before uh, Benji got killed, though. Did you see her? No. She, like, walked <laughs> past in the background oh. at one point. Yeah, I was hiding yeah. at that point. Yeah, so I think she's supposed to be, like, an omen of some sort, but... Um, okay. Yeah. So the whole thing here is really that they have to, like, face their sins, right? Um, okay. So, but what they all face aren't really sins so much as just like sources of guilt you know so like a lot of people are like um the writers don't know what sins are and it's like shut up you get the you get what they're trying to do though like you get it yeah and um, maybe it's like what they not necessarily a sin in the biblical sense but what they view as their right like biggest faults and what they view as their sins because i feel like alchemy obviously it doesn't really have anything to do with christianity it's very much like you know the as above so below what you put out into the universe is what you're getting back yeah and so yeah that's going to be your own personal version of what you think is your greatest sin exactly um and not necessarily the christian exactly quote unquote i think that the the reason that people have that issue though is that um so all of the like allegories of like hell and things like that in this movie like um the nine circles of hell from Dante's Inferno from the Divine Comedy mm-hmm. are like almost all represented in some way and I'm going to get into that but I think okay. that people were like well if it's talking about hell and it's talking about sins then it's got to be like the biblical sins and that's not what that is and it's like dude no just like use your imagination a little bit and like it's exactly yeah. what you were saying like it's it's not all just like biblical yeah and i also feel like it's it's an easier way for other people to grasp a metaphor just by using the most common representation of it yeah it's like instead of being like we're gonna make our own language and this is actually what hell is we're gonna call it this instead Mm -hmm. to represent the same thing that hell represents it's easier just to use those words that everyone knows instead of like trying to come up with a whole other exactly way of saying it yeah. um so i get that yeah it's, it's <laughs> i don't know people like to just uh be really uh what's the word i want um it's semantics yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like just they're like trying to be smarter yeah they're like <laughs> well exactly actually and it's like really you're just showing me that you have no imagination so yeah exactly you know. it's like we it's a metaphor it's a like metaphor. the whole thing is a metaphor the whole thing. they're not 
referring to heaven and hell as actual like specific places it's a metaphor it's a metaphor yeah (laughs) however would you like to uh get into how the circles of hell are represented and like all that i would it's super super interesting i found a really cool uh video on youtube about this by a creator called sunderland spook where they go really in-depth in all of this so i highly recommend checking that out because it's super interesting it'll be linked in the Mm -hmm. sources of this episode um so i'm not gonna go super into all of the logistics of the layers of hell and the divine comedy or anything like that but i will Mm -hmm. touch on like what's relevant you know yeah so the first layer is limbo okay Mm -hmm. and so latope is here this is like pretty much right when they get into the catacombs they're in limbo and we yeah. when we find latope right mm-hmm. he is presumably doomed to wander the catacombs forever because we know that he yeah. was missing for so long and like he's still there and like looks relatively fine whatever and it's like how are you okay and we know he's dead as fuck for a few reasons yeah so first of all he's been like i said trapped down there for years so as you mentioned while we were watching this what the fuck has he been eating rats yeah like yeah or drinking right like like there's no way ain't no way yeah yeah also he's fast as hell he just like Mm -hmm. essentially teleports from place to place (laughs) and he's completely dry whenever they all get out of water into different rooms and like Mm -hmm. how the fuck did he get in there nobody saw him and then they see him in the room so like he's dead as hell he in a really twisted sense is sort of potentially supposed to act as they're Virgil in conjunction with Papillon, like leading them through okay, the catacombs. Okay, yeah. Um. So, but like he's like so it's the as above so below thing, right? So like he's kind of the antithesis of Papillon in a way. Like Papillon's leading mm-hmm. them for like in his mind, like not sinister reasons, you know? Yeah, exactly. But then Latope is like, <laughs> I can kill you, basically. I'm gonna get y'all. I'm gonna <sighs> get you. So. Yeah, that's that's limbo and uh yeah, it sucks that Latope gets stuck there, but basically. Um but then they get into the second layer which is lust, which some of the layers kind of like correspond with what different characters sins might be and this is one of them. It might be correlating to Benji's sin. We don't really know, but it's like hinted at, right? So this is the layer of hell in the inferno where like the sentencing takes place. Mm-hmm. And it's also, there's a physical description or depiction of this layer in the movie, which is really cool. So in the divine comedy, people being punished in lust face this like deafening storm. And okay. in the movie, when they're in the tunnels, all sound is muffled in that one mm-hmm. part. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then there's suddenly a super deafening sound and you can hear like, a chorus of screams essentially mm-hmm. which is pretty much what this layer of hell is supposed to be like yeah in Inferno, okay which is pretty cool and then we've got oh so the reason that lust may be benji's sin is like there's a couple of points when we see the film like through his eyes towards the beginning mm-hmm. right and yeah. there's a couple points where he's like very much like focusing on women and like making weird comments about their legs and like stuff like that so it's like yeah What's his situation? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's Benji trying to fuck. Benji's <laughs> trying to fuck. And then when he gets killed, it's like a woman and a baby rushing at him, right? And like mm-hmm. okay. knocking him down the fucking well, I guess. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so some people think that maybe he like has a situation that like we find out that uh, Zed has where like 
he's got like maybe a wife or a girlfriend somewhere with a baby and he like left them mm-hmm. for some reason, you know? Okay. So that may be his situation, but we don't really know because he mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to talk about it or atone for it at all. He just got, yes. got. Yeah. The next layer isn't represented in the film. It's gluttony. At least it doesn't seem like it's represented in any noticeable way. So then the following layer of hell is greed. And it seems like they enter this circle after they find the the body of the member of the Knights Templar that's like weirdly well preserved and then they go into the room with the with the like gold and shit, you know? Yeah. And this is one of the parts where we see Latope being dry when he should be wet, meaning that he's mm-hmm. dead as fuck. That's like our yeah. biggest hint, really. <laughs> and super dead. Right. And so they find the treasure room and the philosopher's stone. And this circle of hell in the Divine Comedy contains, among other things, a false philosopher's stone. Mm-hmm. And as well as treasure, that's usually a trap, like in the film. And the false philosopher's stone in the Divine Comedy can be used once, just like in yeah. the movie. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. And this is also where they find the abandon all hope ye who enter here thing. Which is mm-hmm. from the Divine Comedy, but in my opinion, I feel like this should have been placed towards the beginning of the tunnels, because it's supposed to be the entrance of Hell, or at yeah. least, like, after Limbo, where they go into sentencing, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Yeah. That didn't make a ton of sense to me, but the tunnel that they go through leads to the next ring of Hell, which is Anger mm-hmm. or Wrath, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like Greed, but mirrored and opposite, which is exactly what they find. Yeah. Kind of fucking cool. And then- That is cool. Yeah. All the shit's cool. Sorry, I love the metaphor. Right? No, you're good. I'm kind of, like, speed running through it, but, like, you should definitely watch this YouTube video. It's got a, I, I will. a lot of cool shit. Mm-hmm. And then the next layer is heresy. It's also not in the film. But the second to last, or no, third to last, there's so many layers. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All nine of them. All nine of them. <laughs> the next layer is violence. And this one is, like, pretty in-depth for, like, how they go about it in the film. And, like, I I don't want to go into all that detail or we'll be here for, like, a really, really long time, quite frankly. But mm-hmm. basically, the different attributes of violence is personified by different characters and their, quote-unquote, sins that they have to mm-hmm. repent to, or repent for in order to try to escape. Suxi is killed before she even gets the fucking chance to repent, though. Like, yeah. She probably would have, given the chance. We don't even know what her sin was. Yeah, her deal was. Yeah. Unless it had something to do with uh, Latope. That's that's what people... Because he kept talking to her. Yeah, that's what you people know? guess. Like, that, like, her biggest guilt might be that, like, she didn't go to look for him kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, I don't know. <laughs> and then... After that, the layer is, like, fraud, which, like, there is some representation on there, but that's not as really interesting. I don't know. But uh, the last layer is treachery. Um, And so treachery basically has to do with, like, betraying relationships. And this is also the layer where the devil can be found. Okay. So this is where the bulk of the film's craziness happens, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. We see Papillon sin here and he doesn't repent. He's straight up like, it wasn't my fault. Like, and then yeah, he gets this is not me. pulled into the fucking car fire and mm-hmm. is killed. 
And then he gets buried face down with his feet sticking out. And that is also Mm -hmm. imagery that's from the Divine Comedy. It's supposed to be like a mocking of baptism rituals. There's like a field in this layer of hell where people are buried face down with their legs sticking up. And it's it's kind of cool if you like look up like artist or like art Mm -hmm. renditions of it. It's kind of it's kind of fucking weird looking, but that's it looks exactly like that, but just like a field of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we also see George's sin, which isn't is like not being able to save his brother and the monster that attacks George might be symbolic of Cain from the Bible. So, okay. you know, the first murderer ever. Uh yes. which is likely because George in his soul believes that it's his fault that his brother is dead. Yeah. Even though it's not by any means. Yes. So Yeah, that's treachery and then the guy in the like fancy chair some people think mm-hmm. might be supposed to be the devil that makes sense yeah. yeah i was just gonna ask that if he's supposed to be the devil yeah possibly mm-hmm. that's speculated but then scarlet discovers that she's the stone woo and then all the characters live happily ever after but like um i also have no idea if it's just like whoever figures out the riddle be yeah is the stone or if it's one of those things where it's like we all have that power within us we just have to unlock it you know what i mean like yeah. i don't i don't really know it's kind of like yeah i feel like it was the ending that was like what got me it's yeah like, i don't want her to be the stone no i was fine with her figuring out the riddle because like that gives you the satisfaction but like yeah make it something else like why is she right the stone? and like i feel like she doesn't deserve that no and like i honestly might even be fine with it if they just like kind of more in depth answered that like maybe if she found some more writings that like explained it or like Mm -hmm. whatever because it's it's only an hour and a half film like they had a lot of time to like find more shit you know and like yes that's why i'm saying like why couldn't there be clues like all yeah yeah so like that maybe led to that at the end or even the little mirror that she was looking at the, the yeah. thing with the mirror made me think that it's just whoever finds it because it's a mirror and then it like reflects back. Yeah, I could whoever, see that too. But I could, I feel like it should have like the thing on the mirror and then like it should have like words coming yeah. or something. No, I like, agree exactly. Like some explanation, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, I feel like there could have been more things that got that got answered for sure. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> at the end of it though, it's just like where the fuck do we go from here? yeah they're just like all right well now that's that yeah it's like all right i guess we gotta go home now i don't fucking yeah yeah what do you do after i don't i I literally i would just jump in that ravine like i was saying and like if i yeah no i feel like like literally that was my first thought i'm like first you want to get all the that fucking blood off yeah i also just feel like jumping into a body of water is very cleansing yes water (laughs) fixes everything i stand by that true I mean, I don't know how dirty that river is. I don't uh, even care. I don't live in Paris. I also feel like I don't care. Except for, like, if you have wounds, they're going to get pretty fucking infected. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but... but I don't, like, you can't just walk back to your hotel looking like no, that. No, you they're really can be can't. like, what the fuck happened to you? Do we need to call the police? Right? And you're just like, no. It's like, no, don't yes, worry about don't. it. I just went to hell for a little bit. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I also am like, what? Yeah. What did they do it's next? I guess it doesn't really matter, though. No, it doesn't really. Um, that's not what the story is. No, no, but I do feel like it, it. there's a lot of questions left at the end yeah. of this movie, but, you know, I'm not a filmmaker. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, work here. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I, anyway. I do want to talk. I know we're gonna like have a little Kofi episode about the Paris Catacombs, but I do want to talk about them like a little bit in regards to their relationship with this movie. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. They actually did film this movie in the Paris Catacombs. And they Damn, how did they get clearance to do that? That's the Shit. thing. They were the first film and possibly still the only one to get permission from the French government to film in the Paris Catacombs. Wow. Yeah, in like previously completely off limits areas. Um I did have a hard time finding if there were have been other films made there since, but I I don't think there have been. <gasps> Wait, does that mean those were real fucking bones? That means don't those tell me were real bones. No, for the most part, I don't know if the bones that they were crawling around on were human bones. Those because I'm like, don't be disturbing the bones. I yeah, I don't know that those were. I'm pretty sure that those were probably like wooden or something like that props. Yeah, um, uh-huh. but everything that's like in the walls. And yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of that, well, that makes sense. Yeah, but that's like fine. That's all real. Like that's just there. Yeah. Um, because I know you can tour them and you can like see all of yeah. that in person. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's fine. But don't be, don't be disrespecting the dead. I like really that. couldn't like, find cool. what they used for the bones they crawled around on. So I'm going to choose to believe that they were either wooden or like animal bones that they brought in or something yeah. like that. But I don't know. Uh-huh. I I do know that um they didn't use a lot of props because like yeah they used like, what they it's... had around them. However, they did have to bring down a couple of things that are fucking insane to me. So they brought yeah. down like the phone and like the table that it was sitting on, you know. But they also mm-hmm. brought down a whole ass piano and a yeah. whole ass car. That they then proceeded yeah. to light on fire. That was actually done in the catacombs and not in like a soundstage or anywhere else. Like they brought a car. I don't down know how there. they got permission to do that. I don't know how they got permission, and then I don't know how they physically did that. Yeah, I literally I... don't get it. It's impressive. Also, don't know. Was that mean? Okay, so like the scenes where it's like where the treasure is mm-hmm. and like where the body is. Was that all filmed That's... down there? Or was that? Yeah. As far as I can tell, that's all filmed down there. And, the, like, the gold in there was props, but, like... Well, yeah, 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 obviously. But, like, wow. Yeah, that was all filmed in the catacombs. So... That's crazy. Isn't that wild? Um, but, yeah, so, like, filming in there was really, really tough for a lot of reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, the catacombs are super dark and cold and cramped. One of the actors, I think it was the actor who played George, actually... Uh, he mm. actually is claustrophobic and had to take a lot of breaks from filming because of Yeah, that. I would too. Shit. I'm not, I don't even like consider myself claustrophobic, but like watching them climb through that like oh teeny my tiny tunnel. God, that stresses yeah. me out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I don't, that. I don't love it. And there's obviously like no electricity down there, no phone signals. So like that's stressful. And they, the catacombs do have a lot of areas that are full of water. So they had to figure out how to navigate that with equipment. And they had to get really smart mm-hmm. about like what equipment they used. Most of it is literally what you see, like filming with like mm-hmm. headlamps and like helmet mounted cameras and stuff like that. So wow, kind of fucking wild that they got to no, do that's, that. That's really awesome though. Like what a yeah. very creative way to, um, what a creative way to film a movie yeah. like, and i feel like they did a really good job yeah of doing that it's fucking insane i just i i still can't wrap my brain around the fact that they were able to get permission to do this yeah that like who did they bribe I'm, <laughs> for I'm that saying, i'm like was that the entire budget was yeah that, that might have been it was like it was like fu- half a million dollars on like 
props and paying the actors, and then four point five million bribing the French government to allow them to film down there. Literally, yeah, no, like <laughs> who, whoops. whoops, how, how? <sighs> I I have so many questions, and I tried to like look it up to see how they did it, and I found an interview yeah. where someone like pretty much asked that question, and they were just like, "Oh, it was hard," <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say. So you want to elaborate on that, my dude? No. Like, who are they blackmailing and I'm in like, the French fucking government? And I'm like, and I'm not saying this, like, seriously, but, like, part of me wonders if, like, they didn't actually get permission and they just, like, guerrilla style, like, filmed. Yeah, like, ask for uh, forgiveness, not for permission. Right? But no, they, they did get permission from the government. But, like, can you imagine? That'd be Allegedly. Insane. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild so yeah i just wow insane but yeah if you want to learn more about the paris catacombs why they're there and uh why are there remains of six million people down there you're gonna have to subscribe to our kofi find out yeah i'm excited for that episode me too um this was good i yeah. will let you guys know if i have any nightmares yeah am i uh, in but trouble I think for I'll this be fine one? You're in less trouble than Grimmie. So I'm on like thin fucking ice, but I'm not in trouble. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, you're good. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I I think the story in this one was better, and you know how I am about like stories. Yes. Uh, I like it when there's a good good story. Yeah. I like that it reminded me of National Treasure. I want them to remake the entire movie, but just have Nicolas Cage in it. I feel that. Um, just add an as an extra character, oh, yeah. not like replacing He's any of the characters, there. but just like is there. I agree um, with you. Randomly. Uh, or maybe he can play the mole guy. That would be fucking. <gasps> that would be so they just had, like, fucking Nick funny. Cage it's, as... it's literally the same exact movie. It's just Nick Cage as Leto. Yes, exactly. That would be um, so funny. But he talks and acts like his character in National <laughs> Treasure, where it's like it's just like a crossover. Yes, like he like accidentally spawned in this universe. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I need. Oh, um, that would be so good. Someone make that happen. Yeah, as above, so below too. Uh, same exact thing. Just, just Nick, Cage Nick Cage as Leto. <laughs> Um, that's what I need. <laughs> so my final question for you, would you watch this movie again? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I do have a funny little anecdote about this movie, though. <laughs> um, when we were in high school, I used to hang out in a friend of ours' uh, class, for, like one of their art classes, and it was an AP art class with, like, only seniors. So, like, when they were working on their projects, they would, like, take turns picking movies and they would all watch movies and whatever. And at one point, they were watching this movie. And I was in there hanging out because it was during my study hall. And one of the people in the room just goes, wait, is this a documentary? Is this real? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> no, dude. You should have just been like, yes, I actually it is. totally should have. But yeah, it was really funny. And I think about that a lot. That's amazing. I really do. Um, it reminds me of whenever someone in one of my classes asked if we knew that mythical creatures were real because we found their skeletons. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Oh so yeah, anyway, that was As Above, So Below. And uh, thank you for listening. And as always, thank you to Tay for watching this movie with me. I'm not going to say the title again because I just said it half a second ago, but you get it. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not in I don't trouble. Know. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I feel like I was disturbed the last like 30 minutes yeah. of it, but the rest of it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, except I really did not like Scarlet. No. 
No. But anyway, I justice for done. literally everyone in this movie who didn't need to be put in this position. L- literally, why couldn't she just go by her fucking self? I'm why saying, was Benji there? Right? George didn't even want to be there, no. and then she like made all these guys take her. Like, yeah. bro, justice for just Benji the entrances. because like, yeah, he probably just took on this job because like it's a job, and he's a fucking. Uh, what is a videographer? That's a thing. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck he was getting into. Like, yeah, no. I need to know how much she was paying him. Not enough. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So I guess since I didn't get in any trouble, we will continue recording the podcast. So if you want to keep up with us and see when we post some more shit, you can follow us on Instagram at Here's Horror Podcast. We also post some sick memes on there occasionally. You can follow us over on Twitter at Here's Horror you can follow us on Kofi if you just go to Kofi.com slash here's horror podcast or you can just go to Kofi and like type in here's horror podcast. You'll find us. What else do we have? We have an email. If you wanna I don't know. I'm trying to like think of like a funny little thing that we talked about. <laughs> Whatever. If you want to send us an email with like a movie recommendation or something, you can send it to us at here's horror podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Tumblr. It's at here's horror, I think. And <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Tay's nodding at me. It is here's horror. <laughs> anyway. That's the end now. That's the end. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What a oh. weird ending. <laughs>